All right, John Soto, a.k.a. Juan Soto, is a New York Yankee, as is Trent Grisham. Here is the deal. John and Jim with you. The Padres have sent Juan Soto and Trent Grisham to the Yankees. They have received <clears throat> pitchers Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito, catcher Kyle Higashioka. I'm not saying that perfectly, but whatever. Backup catcher who's going to make the opening day roster. So will a number of these players, by the way, other than Drew Thorpe. For Juan Soto and Trent Grisham, it is the wrap-up show. It is Jim's fault. We're going to get to all of it tonight, all right? we got nowhere to go. We've only talked about this for probably eight hours today, and we're just getting started. We'll get to every single Super Chat here tonight. We really appreciate your support. We know that it's an interesting time to be a Padres fan. Obviously, we are here for you on a really unique time in Padres history. Juan Soto, a year and a half later, is gone and heading for the Bronx, and he will be wearing the pinstripes. So we're going to get to all your Supers. If you want to contribute, if you have a question, comment, you just want to vent, um, Carlos, we see you. Thank you for hanging out. We're going to get to all of them here coming up in a moment. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to the supers. If you're here, subscribe. I mean, we're here for Padres fans, like literally all year, every year. We're about to hit 5,500 subscribers. If you wouldn't mind subscribing tonight, that means a lot to me and Jim. So please subscribe if you're here live or on replay. Smash the like button for me. Everyone's basically blaming Jim for this, and I think they've gotten it right, and we will explain. Um, follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. I love this. Um, again, supers are appreciated. If you want to become a member, it's appreciated. You get emojis, you get badges. I think you get a Jim Sucks emoji. So if you're yeah. mad at Jim, become a member. Click join down below. You'll get a Jim Sucks emoji. Jim, I mean, we've talked about it all day. This morning, John and Jim, now tonight, reality is setting in. Juan Soto is no longer a Padre. We don't have the exact same feelings on it. Um, my first glance, now that this is official, is that this is um this is going to take a little bit to get used to trading away Juan Soto with one more year of control but the realization was they weren't going to keep him and now you got to make the best of what you do have which is some payroll flexibility some players that hopefully can contribute in 2024 and beyond but it's tough to spend trading Juan Soto um to the New York <laughs> Yankees because the Padres had been on the opposite side of these deals and tonight they're sending a future Hall of Famer to the New York Yankees for you know a handful of prospects did you notice what's behind me is he gone or is he still there? Oh, no, it's a little tribute. I got both of uh, Alonso to bobbleheads in a uh, Padres uniform. Oh, one, uh, one from our friends at FOCO, and a, one was a giveaway. I think that I think our buddy Rich McGuire hooked me up. So shout out to Rich McGuire. And shout out FOCO. Shout out FOCO. I mean, um, and shout out to all of you blaming me tonight. Yes. Like legitimately upset with me. Like, People on social media were like legitimately like, fuck you. I hate your guts. I can't believe you have an opinion. That's because you're okay. Let me just say this real quick because your tweets, let me find them. <laughs> okay. The one tweet that I knew was going to get vitriol and man, the replies are great. And man, you tweeted back like a thousand times. Let me just find it. Oh, your, is it the spin it trade? Or spin it? Just the, you can't spin it? Yeah. If you're excited tonight about Michael King and prospects, I don't know what to tell you. LOL. The Padres just traded a top 10 player in the sport tonight. You can't spin that. That is 155 comments in an hour. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably maybe shouldn't have put the like. You're, you're entitled. Here's the truth. This. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And Jim hasn't changed his opinion, which is he doesn't like trading away Juan Soto with a year of control. He could be the MVP of the American League next year, and he could have been the MVP of the National League. So I understand it. I, uh, yeah, my opinion. Yeah, Jim, thanks for thanks for watching. 
you're gonna be so mad tonight this is great no i'm really not i'm actually not i'm actually i, I want more hate just because like oh that's not my fault i said i said this i said yes, it is <laughs> i said when this goes down y'all that are getting upset about it and 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 i understand it you know i saw a bunch of losers directing their anger like legitimate anger towards dennis lynn tonight you guys need to direct it well, to the spot. What were they saying? What were they? What was going on with Tennis? I need. I, uh, need I mean, like people are just like, "Fuck you, you fucking idiot!" It's all your fault, bullshit. Like some were joking. I, I know in there, but a, a lot what of them. Dennis were, Lynn have to do with this? Is, I mean, right, a, a lot nothing. of them were upset. A lot of them were upset. What and, did and, Dennis? And even, what did Dennis <laughs> even write about this situation? He wasn't like heavily involved. He's not Andy Martino look, in this conversation. Look, look, fans, and I'm I'm guilty of it too. Like, duh, get emotional. Of course, okay? fandom. Um. Yeah, fandom, of course. But I never understand taking it out on a reporter that's like legitimately reporting stuff. Um or having opinions on things like like I don't like the trade. I don't. I think that uh you can you can say it's a necessary evil. Okay, I agree with that, but I also hate mm -hmm. it. Like both are because true. Because it's still kind of evil. Yeah, both are true. Um so I, I just I just know going forward and there's a lot of offseason left for sure but um you have a lot you thought you had a lot of work to do now or before Juan Soto got traded huh. you're gonna have you have you have to get two new outfielders you have to get more pitching like you think this is it this is they saying it you got a third starter and a bunch of prospects um and a backup catcher that can't hit a lick and you're still gonna need to get bullpen help you're gonna to need to get a first baseman. You're gonna to get a to need to get bench depth, and, and the three players that were your best players last year, you are now having to replace them. Okay, but can I make a quick point? Everything you said is spot on. I think, by the way, a large portion of the fan base agrees with you. I do think there's a vocal group that's gonna say, "Hey, listen, they had to do it. Let's see what yeah. the other side has. What other options do we have? And let's give these guys a chance and let's see what moves Preller makes. Let me just say this, because you said it earlier today. And the one thing I would say, Jim, is you're like, hey, they got work to do. But they'll do mm -hmm. the work. They'll do yeah. the work. I'm not I saying they're so. going to complete the assignment perfectly, but they'll do the work. Just because they have outfielders to acquire, they will. Just because they have a rotation to fill out, they will. Just because they need an eighth or ninth inning guy, they're going to do it all. This has given them flexibility. I'm not saying the roster is going to be better in 2024 than it was in 2023. I honestly have no idea. I think it's very hard to imagine that the roster is comparable because <clears> they're <throat> not spending near as near as much on the roster. And to your point, yeah. Snell, Soto, Hater, massive franchise-changing losses, even if they went 82 and 80 this past year. Now, it didn't work out for whatever reason with all types of impact players everywhere last year. Could they reinvent it a little bit and somehow make it work? That's putting a little bit too much faith for me on AJ Preller because he hasn't oh, yeah. been that guy. <clears throat> I'll give him one more chance because what other option do I have? He None. has to make this roster in 2024 tick. If he doesn't, bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Someone else gets the next opportunity. You no longer have Peter Seidler and his sustainability and what he has said about A.J. Preller, unfortunately. And that's a shame that Peter's no longer running the organization. This is the last opportunity for A.J. If it works, he'll stay. 
If it doesn't, he's gone. He's got a lot of work to do. To your point, he'll do it. The question is, does he pass the test or not? He'll do the work. It's just, what is this thing going to look like? Exactly. Like the same people that are upset with all the things that Preller has done in the past are now seemingly saying that he can fix it. Like it, the trust is just all there. Like, I, I mean, for me, it's a, it's a big risk to ask him in a year where they, I mean, they kind of need to win, John. I, and they, we, I agree with agree, you, Jim. We would agree that, I mean, yes. they, they, they need to win this year. Um, and you're asking him not to just go out and get like a left-handed bat. Mm-hmm. Not to just go out and get like that frontline number pitcher. five starter. Yep, number five. Like you know, like yep. hey, go get me another. Like tonight, the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks got. Um, who did they get? Oh, am I blanking on his name? Uh, the guy from Detroit who declined. Oh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Eduardo Rodriguez. Yeah, like for them, I bet their thinking is like we just need another frontline starter. Yep. Right, and they went and got it, and good for them. They yep. spent money, but they have the Padres have to replace a top seven hitter in baseball. They have to replace the Cy Young Award winner. They have to pl- yeah. replace the best closer in baseball. You have to get another center fielder who, I mean, Trent Grisham couldn't hit a fastball if life depended on it, but he was a gold glover. You're going to need to get bench help, a first baseman, relievers. You lost Luis Garcia. Yeah, whatever. Someone called today on our show and said that yeah. they were just like, happy that the Padres <laughs> got rid of Luis Garcia and everything was fine. It seems like, that's it? And games next year. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's what you're happy about? <laughs> uh, you know, long Nick Nick Martinez, long man, Seth Lugo, Michael Walker. Like, who knows that Michael King is going to even perform like Seth Lugo and Michael Walker did no this year? Idea. You don't. You have no idea. It could you be no idea. It could be worse. Yeah, or it could be a disaster. It could be a situation where you're putting a guy that has been a reliever for his entire career, 28 years old, and you're putting him in a spot where he doesn't perform. He could absolutely perform, but you know it's, it's a big risk. So now you're asking A.J. Preller to not just do one thing. You're asking him to do like seven things at a huge, huge like level here. I see what so you're saying. Yeah, you're not saying why I'm will like, he do the work. You're saying will he successfully do the work. Well, obviously absolutely. field a team, <laughs> but it's yeah. will he get it right. No, that that's that's a legitimate criticism. Can can he get this a series a string of events correct? This isn't one move. No. It's a series of moves that are all yeah. critically important. And you might say, well, listen, if you're being practical, you might say, you know what? They're really set up for even a year from now. I know you push back on that, but Preller doesn't have that time. Even no. if they are set up for a year from now, and that's not the end of the world. If they had an average season in 2024 and they were really good or on the precipice of being good in 2025. But I just don't know if Preller's going to be afforded the opportunity to not be good in 2024. Here's where I want to start because Carlos was in the chat before the chat even started. I want to run through a series of super chats from a loyal viewer, Carlos Mania. He then went we're going to get to right. every super chat here tonight as well. Click the dollar sign below the chat box, become a member by clicking join. You get emojis. Please subscribe. We're just, I don't know, a dozen people away from 5,500 subscribers. So if you're here, please subscribe. We really do appreciate it. Um, all right. Carlos says, thank you, Peter Seidler, for leaving a financial mess with our organization and indirectly causing a generational talent to leave San Diego again. Horrible day. Let me follow up. Carlos says, I don't care how many major league ready arms we got. There's a horrible decision that had to be made that will haunt us forever. We were supposed to build with Tatis and Soto, not with Xander. Jesus, he goes on to say, the only way I will be motivated to go to a Padres game now is if we get a Rosarena. 
don't give me Lee from Korea, who hasn't hit versus real competition, which I think that's is a fair, big, by that's the way. A, that's a definite big concern, yep. yes. Um, and it might take time, and it may never work, or he, he might be good for He's day best one. friends with Hassan Kim, so he'll which be a fan great. favorite right away, and I'll have two bobbleheads for him next year. Terrific. Uh, Carlos says... Um, 2024, is that the 25th anniversary of 98? No, 26th. Uh, this is the equivalent of being rich and all of a sudden you have to eat McDonald's for dinner. Give me back my life. Give me back my Padres. Um, and then uh, a couple more from him before we get back to it. He says, OMG, we can get Jung-Hoo Lee, who is a nobody from Korea that will suck his first year like Kim. Wow, I'm so relieved that we have money for him. BS franchise. And he wasn't done. Carlos, thank you. He says, at this point, I would sign Wander Franco <clears throat> and watch him become a lefty star bat that we need. I don't think that's happening. Be bold. Carlos Kept is Bauer, in parentheses, innocent. While we're at it, so mad today. See, this is healthy, though, Carlos, to get it all out. out. He then says, out, thanks for reading my yeah. rants. Now I will cry myself to sleep. Life of a Padres fan, great, whatever, bye. Carlos, you're the man. I, yeah. I sympathize. I know Jim does because I think Jim has comparable thoughts, maybe not identical thoughts, but I think there's Padre fans that relate to the way Carlos is feeling tonight. It's it's ready for some positive, John. It's not doom and gloom. It's not the end of the world. It's not this team's gonna win 45 games next year. Okay. Are you in there? Is that AI Jim or Jim? It's it's real Jim. This isn't a situation where like no, Juan Soto created created yeah, exactly. twenty plus wins. All right, there you nowhere go. Nowhere near it. Nowhere Not last near year, it. Unfortunately, nowhere, nowhere near it. But what I do have the problem with, and I've been saying it all along, is that this situation was avoidable, and the second that you see headlines coming out of this trade saying Juan Soto goes to Yankees in a salary dump move from the Padres. Right. Which I've seen. Kevin Acey told us that today at 3.30. He said this was a basically pure salary dump to to acquire flexibility. Absolutely. fuck the players. We care about flexibility more than anything. If we we can get some good players in return, that's great. But we care. I I honestly believe, and and reading some of the stuff that Prowler said tonight, they care more about flexibility than they did and they do about the players they got back from Juan Soto. Hmm. So it's okay. So you, see, I asked Kevin that today. Is this more about the salary that you're freeing up or about the ceiling of the prospects? And you think it's more about the salary they freed up than the players th- that will impact them from this trade? From like a percentage standpoint, I think it's slightly ahead of the players. I'm not saying yeah. that they just don't yeah. give a shit about the right. players. I, I mean, think obviously that- these players have value in their opinion. Right. Of course, of course, yeah. they have value to the Padres for sure. But to them, the end goal, like their main driving force in this trade, wasn't because they really wanted Michael King and Drew Thorpe. The driving force here in this trade was to find Money. a team that was desperate enough that would give them some type of return that they've deemed valuable. And then they would go on and get all the flexibility that they wanted for this offseason to try to make moves. And, and I think you really feel that by seeing Trent Grisham <laughs> in the deal. Absolutely. The only reason Trent Grisham's even near the deal, and I'm not saying don't include him. I don't think he's got a lot of value. You could have argued you could have spun him elsewhere, maybe. But I think the only reason you see Trent Grisham in the deal is they see a dollar sign on his head. And I it's they don't care. Yeah. 4.95 or 5.15. Yeah. And they say, you know what? Another five, man, we need it. We need yeah. the five. We'd mm-hmm. prefer to save the five than attach a higher end player. At the end of the day, 
And I think, by the way, of these five players, Jim, Kevin wrote this mm -hmm. tonight. I think four of them start the season on the major league roster. Everyone but Thorpe. So yeah. you could argue immediately that has value. We'll see how they perform. But but just hear me out. You could argue that if they didn't attach Grisham to this deal, they get a quote-unquote higher return or a better prospect in the deal. I'm not saying Jason Dominguez is coming for the $5 million. That's probably not realistic. Right, but is there is there a player in there in that Yankees? They got one top 10 prospect. Now, Michael King's not a prospect. He's just a major leaguer. But they got one old. top 10 prospect mm -hmm. in the organization, Drew Thorpe, who people are high on, Cal Poly, second rounder. He's 99th overall in baseball, which is a great player, very good player. But that's the, the, the high ceiling player you got is the 99th best player in baseball as a prospect for the seventh best hitter in baseball, Juan Soto, who's 25, who's going to the Hall of Fame in nice. 15 years. Right. So that's just the truth. And they, you know, they didn't get the high upside outfielder, Jason Dominguez. Maybe they didn't want, maybe there's a reason they didn't. And I don't know that injury. They and they what they did tonight, and you just we talked about this right before we went on the air. Is AJ Preller tonight addressing this with the media? Said we addressed needs with this trade, but he specifically said within the last 48 hours, we will not make a trade based on need. He didn't go, let me go get the best player. He said, let me go get the best player that addresses a need, yeah. which is a tricky putt. And not typically an avenue you pursue when trying to acquire talent in an organization. Right. Because you do you think anybody in the Yankees organization or Yankees fans or anybody on that team right now is thinking to themselves, fuck, we just lost Michael King and Drew Thorpe. Dude, they, they can replace Michael King with money. They, they, they've already forgotten about those two. And those they'll two just players. go sign a pitcher. <clears throat> and Michael King, when you think about it, um, to me, isn't that valuable because he's 28 years old with only two years left on, of control. Right. Like if he was 21 with five years left on his con uh, under sure. control, then I'm like, and, and he did what he did last year in the big leagues. Like say last year was his rookie year and he pitched a hundred innings and he did what he did. And he's 21 years old and he has five years left, five years left of control. You're like, okay, dude's 28. Okay. Yeah. Two years left. He's making a couple million bucks. Like he's not dirt cheap. He's cheap. No. He's not dirt cheap. And so now you're just going to have to hope that the the superstars in this team um, perform and the uh, others, you know, have good seasons that that impact this team in, in a way because it can't all be Manny. It can't all be Bogarts or Joe or or or, or Darvish if he's actually going to be healthy. Like they fucked up when they they gave Darvish that deal and then they gave Bogarts that deal and if the that deal and, and then Cronoworth if those three deals don't happen you are you still have one soda on your team mm -hmm. with flexibility by the mm -hmm. way like a good amount and, and I don't think anybody would be sitting here today saying shit what are we gonna do without you Darvish who's been injured the last two the last three years or or Jay Cronoworth you know well he'd be on the team still but he would be making the money he's making or uh, or Xander Bogarts, who uh, by all accounts last year just was, I mean, you could have easily put Hassan Kim in his position and got this same exact production, probably right. better. So, like, when you when you sit down and you look at how did we get here? Because I'm sure Padre, some Padres fans are, are thinking that, right? Like, how did we get here? That's how you got here. You gave contracts to three guys, Darvish, Bogarts, and Cronenworth that 
hamstrung you greatly. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. All right, let me. I want to get to some super chats. Let's reset for a moment. We got people here from all over the country. Obviously, there's Yankees fans. They're checking in because they're excited about Juan Soto. Rightfully so, by the way. You should be. You got Padres fans, some of which are excited about the haul that the Padres just got. Others are saying, <laughs> "How can you trade a generational talent who you had for a year and a half? You're supposed yeah. to have for three pennant runs. You had one." So if you're here, subscribe. All right, year-round content for baseball fans. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We're going to get to every single super chat. Let's get going right now. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We truly appreciate your support of the channel. We are with you on this Wednesday night. Uh, the winter meetings, which were a snooze fest, obviously kind of finishing with a bang um, with Juan Soto moving to the New York Yankees. Juan Soto walks for a final time. Thank you for the super chat. He has walked for the final time. I will say this, Yankee That's a good fans. good one. That's a good one. I will say this. Yankee fans haven't seen a ton of them. National League with the Nats. National League yeah. with the Padres. My, my two cents on this, I said a year and a half ago, the team that trades for Juan Soto wins the trade, and I still mm -hmm. believe that when the Padres got him. And I think the Yankees, he'll probably have a long career with the Yankees. I believe he'll sign there long term. That's what I truly believe. He he is a player that it's not as simple as fall out of bed and this guy is constantly raking. He's a little, He's an interesting player. I think he's a great player. <clears throat> His patience is unbelievable. I think to some extent it will drive Yankee fans crazy. His power numbers aren't the power numbers you typically think. He's not a 50 home run hitter. Now, with the short porches, he could be a 40 home run hitter, but he, he's not, and he's also not always looking to drive the ball with men on base. He's a patient, patient hitter. And in his time in a Padres uniform, his impactful hits, meaningful, remember for forever hits, are going to be counted on one hand. So, like for all the productivity, you know, I think Padres fans, I think this is reasonable, Jim. I think you agree. I think Padres fans were hoping for more. Very good player. Yeah. So on for a year and a half, 200 games. Padres' overall record was four games over 500, including the postseason in those 200-plus games. I like the <clears> player I saw. I was always in Juan Soto's corner. But if you think you're getting a sheer power hitter that is constantly driving men in and looking to attack, I mean, I guess nobody thinks he's looking to attack, but he's not your prototypical superstar hitter is what I would say. He's he's the atypical <laughs> superstar hitter is he's what not I Aaron, saw the last 200 not games. A, He's not Aaron Judge. Not at all. Completely different player. Yeah. And I'm stealing this from Darnay. Thanks, Darnay, for producing. Mm -hmm. um, this is Juan Soto's career as a Padre. 214 games. He had a 151 OPS plus. All right. His OPS was 893. Okay. He hit 265. He had 41 home runs, 125 RBIs. Uh, 40 doubles, 176 walks. <clears throat> That's where he gets a lot of the OPS, obviously. Yeah. Oh, and he was an all-star and a, a two-time silver slugger. Yeah. And uh, was on the team that went to the NLCS. So, like, he I agree. Good. Did Juan Soto have a amazing MVP, a, a greatest year ever? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But he was their best hitter. He was. And he, like, and he plays in a bad hitter's yard. The advantage yeah. he now has is Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, Camden Yards, Toronto. I mean, hitter's yeah. havens. And the protection of a lineup, which he had in San Diego, but the lineup didn't produce for him. But I think he'll have a huge year. I mean, he's walk year. There's a lot of expectations, but the short porches help. I think he'll have a big year. There's no reason to think he's not going to have a big year. Uh, James, yeah. thank you. He says, I feel the only way this trade is a win for the Padres or for Padres fans is if we can sign 
Soto in 2025. Right. You were losing him after 2024, obviously. Um, so sad right now. Perler <clears throat> needs to be fired for getting rid of Soto. That's the one part of it. It's like, and you got a lot of pushback on this. It's like, guys, or Jim, people were saying, he's gone after 2024 anyway. What are you so worried about? And your point was, well, what about 2024? Right. Like, I got a lot of that tonight. Was, dude, he's just gone after next year anyway. So are we just going to completely just discredit next season? And then the, the next point was, well, if they kept them, they wouldn't have gotten any pitching. I mean, who says no? Like, we'll never know. Would it, would it have been much harder? Absolutely. I'm not denying that. Okay. But to say that, like, a no matter what, if you kept one Soto, you can't make any moves. I mean, that to me, I'm like, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. I think you're so, right. Um, my notion was, all right, you got to worry about 2024 because that to me is the most important thing. Um, I, I would think that Padres fans care a lot about next season, um, instead of, you know, going back to old ways and mm-hmm. just waiting for prospects to come up. Like, I hope yeah. that's not the case with Padres fans, but my counterpoint was, yeah, if he returns next year. They figure something out, bring in some other pitching. All right. Do whatever. Do it. I don't care. Just do whatever. Like, if they couldn't trade Juan Soto, if they didn't want to trade Juan Soto, do you think they're just going to sit on their hands and just do nothing? <laughs> right. No. Like, they they would move heaven and earth to do something. Okay. That, that's not Preller's MO. So, the notion that if Juan Soto wasn't traded, then that hamstrung the Padres so much that AJ Preller would just throw away his phone and go to like Hawaii for the next three three months and not do anything with the roster is, is completely false. And I'm saying is the counterpoint is you have Juan Soto for next year. What if he balls out and they win? I uh, Okay. And then I got this. Well, you wanted to, what about the trade deadline with Snell and Hader? They were not good. And if the Padres weren't good at the de- deadline next year, then you trade Soto. It's a completely different thing, but we'll never right, know. Let's roll through some of these supers. Again, if you're here, subscribe. If you are here, thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super here tonight. Uh, Mr. Munoz, thank you. He says we lost the Soto trade. We'll see. That, of course, should be the initial first glance reaction. Look at the New York Post. They landed yeah. once Soto. Yeah, they don't I care mean, about it, There's Michael a lot King of convincing to say. Yeah, it's a lot of convincing to be like, no, the Padres won the deal. In yeah. time, we'll see. Right now, it's almost impossible to say that the Padres have fared better than the Yankees when the Yankees have added Juan Soto to their lineup. Um, yeah. HBVV, PPPPJJJJJ, thank you. Thank you. Um, he says, no more, is that grapes, Jim? Grapes emoji? Oh, because remember the uh, neighbors were trying to give him grapes? Oh, I remember his, that. Uh, no more grapes for Soto. Yeah, some Dominican grapes. Going from and Coronado were, to Cardi B. Yeah, and they were uh, trying to entice Juan Soto to stay here. Didn't work. Another question That's too. not his fault. Another question, too. I don't know if it was asked to Preller. Did they even offer him a contract at all in his no, one and a half years here? No chance in hell. Okay, so it makes it even There's worse. There's no way. And and that's something the Nationals did multiple times. Right. Um, Ishmael, thank you for the super chat. He says, from 0% to 100%, how much did we recuperate from the first Soto trade? And let's admit it, getting Trent into this was a win. And that's probably accurate. Probably a little true, yeah. part of it. I mean, they gave up in that first deal, Abrams, Gore, Hassel, Wood, Susanna, pitching prospect. Here's, here's, here's the full 
trade. Right, right? if you include both trades together. Here we go. After two, This is what Mark Feinstein uh, tweeted out. After two trades in 16 months, the Padres essentially dealt James Wood, Robert Hassel, C.J. Abrams, Mackenzie Gore, Jarlin Susanna, Luke Voigt, for uh, Michael King, Drew Thorpe, Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, and Kyle Hishik- Higashioka. Higa- or Higashioka. Higashioka or whatever. 214 games of Juan Soto and 53 games with Josh Bell and one NLCS appearance. I mean, is that pathetic? I don't think it's pathetic. We'll see what comes to those players in the Nationals. It's, it's it's very, it's just, it's all interesting. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, it, it's just wild, man. That, that And Danny Vietti, he tweeted out something earlier tonight. I agree with him. He says, I've been saying this for weeks, but San Diego trading Juan Soto is a mistake, in my humble opinion, which is mm-hmm. my humble opinion, too. Right. Um, they gave up Peter Abrams, Mackenzie Gore, Robert Hassel, uh, Wood, Susanna, largely be- because they received two and a half years of team control. Instead, they traded Soto after just one and a half years. It's like, uh, it's just weird how it all came about, how they put themselves in this position to have to trade Juan Soto, you know? Because well, I don't look know. Look at it, it like this. It had to be like this. Look at it like this, real quick. Like, I'll give you the comp there, like what Vietti said, and tell me if this is really that bad. You buy a Rivian. I know I just introduced you to Rivian. I actually recently. saw one the other day, and I thought of you. Right. The things. Okay, just hear me out. You buy a $100,000 car. Okay. And after a year and a half, you're like, I can't afford this thing. But you get 65 k for it. So you spend 35 k for a year and a half of Rivian, but you're not spending $100,000. That's kind of what I feel like the Padres did. Yeah, they gave up a lot for Soto, but it wasn't all for naught because you're getting a return now from the Yankees. I'm not saying you're getting equal value. I don't think you are, but you're getting some level of value. Is it 50 cents in the dollar? I don't know. Is it 75 cents on the dollar? But you didn't trade those five players to the Nationals and then lose Juan Soto for quote-unquote nothing. You got him for a year and a half, and you got back a package of players that doesn't equal the package of players you gave up, but you had Juan Soto for a year and a half. Do you want to drive a Rivian or not? They drove it. They couldn't afford it. It was a good time. Not as good of a time as you were hoping for. Carlos. It's like it's like girl math. Have you heard that? Have you heard that on well, you don't have TikTok? Kind of. Well, I mean, but it's I like, mean I have a, a wife. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? I bought this for five thousand dollars off though. But it said it was originally seven thousand dollars. That's so true. I just saved respect. a bunch of money. It's like, actually, no, you're still in debt. No, it was still $5,000. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're still, you're still um, Carlos, again, thank you. He says, I'll be personally driving Dennis Lynn out of San Diego. He goes on Carlos. to say kidding. He says kidding okay. about Dennis. I just found it funny. Haha. <laughs> thank you, Carlos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael says, I ain't mad at you, Jim. Felt the same way. So, Jung-Hoo Lee? Yeah, maybe. Potentially. And, I mean, there's, there's <laughs> reasons for at least – you know, I don't know. He's had good numbers. It's the KBO. It's not yeah. Japan. And there can be learning curves and it can take time, but he's only 25 years of age. So maybe is he, yeah. I mean, does that mean he's a starter and a contributor from day one? You know, Hassan Kim was a liability his first year other than yeah. his defense. And I, and look, I, I'll just, I'll repeat it. Just because they traded Juan Soto doesn't mean they can't win in next year. I think Juan Soto gave them a better chance. Like, on the team if he's there um but they still have guys that need to perform mm-hmm. and should perform and if they do per- perform then you're, they're probably going to win you would think you know if manny I mean, has another down here manny and tatis if tatis has another 
you know, offensive year like he did this past year, if Musgrove is, you know, not going to give you 30 plus starts, if Darvish is going to be hurt again, if Bogarts is going to give you what he gave you last, last year, like then you're, then you got some real problems. But if they perform, you know, we are five subscribers away from 5,500. If you are here live or on replay, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, we appreciate it. Really do. Doesn't cost you a penny. Um, by the way, Juan Soto has been traded to the New York Yankees. Breaking news um, for a litany of prospects. I don't know if that's the right usage of the word litany or not. They tried uh, to run it back for salary dump. <laughs> Among other reasons, but yes. Uh, run it back. Thank you. And we'll, we'll get into what AJ Perlers had to say tonight. We'll get into this return as well. Um, but run it back. Thank you. He says this trade was necessary. We had holes in the roster last year and even more this year. We can blame AJ for signing Bogarts and anyone that cheered it. Listen, guilty as charged. I cheered it. I was there. We were there. I mean, we were literally at the Manchester Grand Hyatt in downtown San Diego on the harbor for maybe three consecutive days we were there, whatever it was, and we were there when it happened. And I thought it should be celebrated because it was kind of it was in that era of time, and it was only a year ago where it's like they were just they could do no wrong, man. They had unlimited spending power. They were coming off an of NLCS. They were throwing out contracts at Aaron Judge and Trey Turner and Xander Bogarts within a 24-hour period. Things have changed. Things happen. And certainly things have changed at the San Diego Padres. A, a number of things have changed at the Padres. Um, and in retrospect, you're right. In hindsight, you're right. The Bogarts deal was a mistake mm -hmm. to this point. This point, yeah. Big mistake. The Darvish deal to this point, big mistake. Cronworth. Cronworth to this point, big mistake. They could change, but to this point, not good deals. I mean, let's be honest. The Machado <clears throat> extension doesn't look like the greatest $350 million deal in American professional sports history. Yeah, I don't know about that one either, especially when you have, uh, you know, your opinion on culture is like, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> somebody, somebody just tweeted me. So Everyone hates you. Let's tell Everyone us. hates me. Uh, to the tweet about, oh, I said, you can't spin that. Mm -hmm. Some guy goes, they got that stuff called Rogaine now, little guy. Kick rocks. And I said, damn, you mad, bro. Like, Which one of my burners was that uh, that I tweeted to you? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> who, who is it? Oh, I don't care. Follow him. Give him a yeah. follow. Give him a shout out. Um, uh, Enzo, thank you. He says, uh, we could have... <laughs> We could have had be won the World Series. We could have won the World Series with Soto next year. We could have made miss the playoffs with Soto. It is what it is. Let this play out and see what happens. Yes, there's no other option. It'll play out, and we'll see what happens. That's exactly. But for for what we do, and for the fact that there's all these Padres and Yankees fans here live or on replay, you have to react in real time. That's what fans do, and that's what people like yeah. me and Jim do as well. I can't. We're not going to come on and be like. Let's see what happens. Let's give it 162 games. I'll reserve judgment. I mean, you have to have an opinion. My opinion is it's nowhere near the feeling you had a year and a half ago when they traded for Juan Soto. It sucks to be on this side of the coin. I can't guarantee you it's a bad trade, but on day one, who wins the trade? Of course, it's the team that gets Juan Soto. Like I said, a year and a half ago. Damn. Darapod. <clears throat> Preller said 10 teams checked in on Juan Soto. Makes sense to me. Um, Darapot says, I get what you're saying, Jim, but now we have the money to do it. We can sign Snell. I don't know about that. Yeah, no. Lee and Solaire. <laughs> we can okay. call up Marcy and Paulie for bench. <clears throat> now, now, I will say this about Marcy. 
Um, AJ Preller was quoted by John Morosi when he met with the media here tonight saying that Marcy will have a chance in spring training to compete for the center field job, which was interesting that he said that on December 6th. So that's what they're thinking, though. They're thinking, hey, we got to turn to our system. If we can, we're going to use this trade to address needs. But that that kind of takes you behind the scenes a little bit that yeah. they are looking at their system right now. Right. And, and look, let me just also point this out, too. I Michael King could prove to be a very valuable piece for this team, as, it, as any one of these pitchers would prove. Things, opinions always change, and you have to let it play out. I get that. But as you said, John, we're not in the business. We're, I mean, we're not going to come on here and be like, you know what, guys? We'll talk to you in about uh, two years and let you know what we think of this deal. You know? Like, that's not right. happening. And so I acknowledge all of that. And if if Michael King does well next year, um, then, yeah, you credit you credit Preller. Okay, that hey, Michael King did well. Yeah. Okay. Because things change, and I'm not afraid to say that I was that I'm either wrong or or praise Preller when I, when it's definitely warranted for sure. Um, and I'm not saying these guys are going to be trash either. I just don't like how you traded Juan Soto for a bunch of pitchers that, I mean, frankly aren't even close to the top. You know, one top 100 pitcher and 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 a guy that's 20 years old with you know two years left of control that's never. Started more than nine games in his career. We are going to get back to the chat in a moment. We need to tell you about our very loyal partners here on the wrap-up show. We can't do this without your support. Everyone watching right now live or on replay, we can't do it without our partners. Mark Nimitz has been with us since day one, our title sponsor. If you are a San Diegan or live in Southern California and you have an insurance need, call Mark. He will save you money. Take it from us. I've got homeowners, life, earthquake insurance through Mark. He can save you $750 or more just by switching. Before you renew with your insurance company, call Mark Nimitz. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll talk to you about this trade. He's a lifelong San Diegan, a lifelong Padres fan. He's so passionate. He loves this channel. If you support our channel, support Mark. Whatever it is, auto home, renter's life, business, condo, whatever insurance needs you have, get free quotes online or free quotes by calling Mark. I had a claim in here last year. He's a great, great, great insurance agent. He took care of everything, saved us so much money, so much time. Trust me. He's been with us since day one. Get in contact with Mark. Click the link in the description down below. He's our title sponsor. If you support this channel, if you want to save money on your insurance, if you have any need, get in contact with Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information is uh, above my head. And Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. We can reach out to him. Let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Uh, interesting quotes coming out from AJ Preller um, saying tonight that there was no official contract extension offer to Juan Soto in his time here as a Padre um, did say that he knew that Peter was having conversations with Scott Boris. Um, we never really got to a point where it was, Hey, this is the exact number. He also says that he had some conversations with Scott as well. No serious offer. They had no shot. <laughs> they had no shot. And we knew it a year and a half ago. I mean, it was such a long shot. You were so hopeful these things are going well for the Padres, but the money eventually runs out. You can't have a $400 million payroll in San Diego. They could only sustain two fifty for one year, unfortunately. Um, JD's third says, and thank you, JD, says, imagine being the GM who traded one Soto. Yikes. Well, there have been two now. Rizzo, Preller. I mean, a three. he's been on three teams by age 25, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. That's a, that's a rarity. Yeah, but 
uh, Mike Rizzo's won a World Series. Correct. He has. There's no doubt about it. So when you when you tell and your offered, fan base and offered him a contract. Correct. And you tell your fan base, you know, sorry we had to trade Juan Soto, but look over there at that shiny World Series trophy. Isn't it nice? It's very nice. Uh, Bruhaha, thank you. He says, why the F are we freaking out trying to replace players from an 82-win team? Now, that's an interesting, it's an interesting theory. I, I see what you're saying. It's like it's like the old argument, like Northwestern's returning 10 starters from a 2-10 and 10 team. Is that a good thing? If you're then returning 10 starters from a 2-10 and 10 team? If you took the three best players from last year's team off the roster, would they still win 82 games? Hmm. We'll never really know. No, but, I mean, you had the Cy Young Award, the best closer in the game, even though I definitely had a lot of problems with him, and, and then Juan Soto. Yeah, no, they probably win less, if that's the point. Yeah, they probably win. Probably. I mean, 82 wins isn't some special season. I mean, who knows? Nope. Um, Carlos says, um, and all will be normal again. Dodgers will sign Otani and Yamamoto, and will forever be chasing a division that won't happen. Heartbreaking. Now, remember, it was Mike Schilt who said, like, this week or last week, first order of business is go win the division. I'm like, Mike, whoa. First order of business is make the postseason. You haven't won this division in forever like a lifetime and it's not what's easier making the postseason or winning the division there's no argument i mean there's no comparison the dodgers fall to bed at 99 wins giants are only going to get better they've just acquired bob melvin he's not in the business of not winning and they have money arizona was in the world series so win the division Mm -hmm. good luck is what i would say yeah good luck i just i just keep thinking yeah yeah good luck if that happens i mean that that is the worst case scenario that uh I talked about Otani with the Dodgers and Yamamoto Snell to like the Giants or whatever, right? It all would be shit. So, yeah, I mean, I, do you really think that a team that is openly saying we did this pretty much to gain flexibility in a salary dump, and that's what it's being, I mean, Kevin Acey told us that, they're just going to go right around and spend all that money? I kind of do, Jim. Okay. I don't. Th- I don't think they're getting anywhere. I think they'll do it in that threshold of what Kevin's reported. I think they'll get to like one ninety to two hundred. I think they'll spend and a little. I think they'll spend like what a- they just what they just <clears throat> like you know everything that they just gained thirty eight, yeah. thirty nine. I think they'll spend because I think they okay. have to. Okay. Because that that doesn't make up for they're not going to spend whatever Snell just made they're not going to spend whatever Hater just made right I mean they're going way down yeah it just it's, if they don't spend it it's a teardown I'll say it till I'm blue in the uh, face no I and I believe they're going to spend too I'm just saying how much are they going to spend is the question they're going to get to one ninety to two hundred okay so what, <laughs> uh, thirty million. Well, Kevin said these moves put them under 150 committed. Oh, you know what? You're right. Because here's the uh, roster as it stands now. Their payroll is totaled at $145.3 million. Perfect. They got 50 mil. What can they do with it? Is how I look at it. All right. Let's see. I mean, they they clearly... Their outfield is like just run around, Fernando. Like, you have to be very fast. Tatis, Zokar... Tucapita Marcano and Teresa Ornelas. Just they're just only run. their only DH is Matt Carpenter. 
Carpenter's starting rota- anywhere near this team next year. Trust their me. starting rotation would be Joe Musgrove, Hugh Darvish, Michael King, Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito. Yeah, it's not happening. They're, shit. Their relievers, Robert Suarez, De Los Santos, Morahone, Wilson, Cosgrove, Kerr, Avila, Alec Jacob. They're fine. They don't even need to make another move. Um, J.D. Gaucho, thank you. He says, as a Dodger fan, I was hoping the Padres would roll the dice one last time with Soto and deal with the consequences in 2025. Oh, well. Interesting. So, like, from a Dodger fan perspective, you actually thought the Padres would be worse off just (laughs) running it back with Soto and then losing him for nothing as opposed to getting something back. That's good perspective, J.D. Gaucho. Thank you. Every so often says this, as good as Soto's numbers are on paper, makes no sense to give him 400-plus million. The roster needs to be balanced. I'm forever mad at the Cronenworth deal. There's a lot of deals to be mad at the way I look at it based on the year they just had. But yeah, they weren't giving him 450. He turned down 440. He wasn't taking less than that in San Diego. And you could argue whether it's worth that to the Yankees. It is their resources are different. They can sustain 300 million consistently. Potentially they're going to go for 300 million this year with Soto and Yamamoto. If they land them, it's just different. It was, we had a I said it, man. They made that trade. I said, it's a moment in time. Enjoy it. It's not going to last forever. Here we are a year and a half later. Um, Ricardo, thank you for your support. Nothing here in the, uh, in the super, but we do appreciate your super chat back to every so often who says, does Higgy mean no more Gary Sanchez return? There's no chance. Gary Sanchez is coming back. They've got their catchers. Campisano and Higashioka or however you say it. Higashioka. (laughs) Um, Chano, thank you for the super. Appreciate it. He says, uh, how did Preller not get any of New York's top four prospects? If return included Jones and or Dominguez, I'm happy. Inexcusable to only get one top 100 prospect. Yeah. Because they attached Trent Grisham to the deal. Grisham might be part of that, yeah. And and they went after needs. And they they, went after needs. They went after needs, and this was a salary dump. To to create flexibility for Yeah, the Yankees. I mean, I think the Yankees did really well here. They oh said God. they weren't moving King. They said they weren't moving Thorpe, and in the end, they did. But give me a break. They kept their prized possession, Jason Dominguez. Yep. They kept their top pitching within the system, maybe other than Thorpe. They can backfill King with twelve million bucks. Any start, Joe finds your starter. Yep, they're fine. They're yep. more than fine. They've added Juan Soto. Right to pair him with uh, Aaron Arson Judge. Arson Judge and John Soto is a good lineup. Um, Carlos, thank you. He says, after a long 20-minute deep thinking, I've come to the conclusion that I am sort of indifferent (laughs) towards this trade. What happened earlier, Carlos? Um, Yanks are in the American League, and we get money to spend. I hope we do spend it. Give me a Rosarena. What's with this Rosarena talk in general? That potentially the uh, with arbitration for him, the money he's going to be making. I know, but he's got three years, right? The... uh, the Rays would want to trade him potentially, but I don't know if that would happen. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Shit. Be a- I said, look, dust settles. You get, I mean, I, <laughs> Corbin Burns and Randy shit, you get Corbin Burns and Randy Rosarina. I will delete all of the tweets from tonight. Actually, no, I won't. I'll keep them up. No, you won't. I don't really care. My opinion. If you don't like it? Sorry. Um, okay, back to the supers. Wazi, thank you. Appreciate your support. Thank you, Wazzy. Or is it Wazzy? Uh, JD's third. Thank you again. He says, why do we trash players' managers after they lead San Diego? Uh, who's trash? trashing Juan Soto? I, I mean, shit. We trashed Trent Christian when he was here. Yeah. 
I and I I was critical of Bob Melvin when he was here. Right. I'm not trashing anybody. No, I'm, I, I'm trashing trashing the players coming here. I, I'm being uh, fair I'm, on Soto. I'm just telling you, but you were hoping maybe for that MVP year, you didn't get it. You're hoping to get to a World Series, you didn't get it. That's fair. Shouldn't you have hoped for that with the a 25 year old generational player? I think that's fair. I, I am for that. Yeah, I I for the players that are coming here, I have a lot of questions about them. A lot of question marks, like mm-hmm. a lot of concerns. You know, when you get Juan Soto, not many concerns there. You probably know what you're going to get from him. More likely than not. And if it's around there, then, you know, great. Which it's you, so got funny. 20, you got a 920 OPS guy this year. I'm tagged in all these tweets where you're like tagged as well. And everyone's just like ripping into you. And I'm like, what are people even talking about? Um, I, don't, I don't know, man. People are just upset. They're just taking it out on me. And it's an easy target. And it's fine. And if you're here, please subscribe. Please subscribe. Yes, please. We would appreciate it. We hit 5,500 subscribers, so thank you guys. Really appreciate that. Clap emojis in the chat. Let's go. (laughs) Two and a half years doing this for you guys, so thank you for subscribing. Um, Carlos says, Sather rolled the dice because he knew he was dying and the players didn't show up. They were selfish and soft. I blame players for this problem. Dad. Is this Carlos's dad? (laughs) Probably. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for hanging out. Um, okay. Circular says, uh, what are the odds they resign Snell? I say low, very low. Like, By the really, way, really low. The uh, top Padres prospects in their organization. I mean, the right? system should look decent, right? <clears throat> Nothing has changed the top. Ethan Salas, Jackson Merrill, Robbie Snell, and Dylan, Sus- Dylan, Dylan Lesko. Where do they Samuel, slot in Thorpe? Samuel Zabula. Thorpe is sixth. Yay. That's Yay. whatever that means, right? Doesn't mean he's sixth. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's 16th. Doesn't mean he's first. I don't know. Randy Vasquez is yeah, we're 15th. Seeing. Okay. Yeah. What about Johnny um, Brito? Um, Johnny Brito. Sorry, Johnny doesn't crack the top 15. Okay. Maybe 16th. What is do you think? Prospect? Answer this. Um, is he a prospect? He's 25. So he's been in the big leagues for a while. Turning 26 in February. And last year with the Yankees, he had a 4.28 in 90 and a third innings. A lot of innings. He at so, one he entered this past year, Jim, as the 28th best prospect in the Yankees organization and made his major league debut April 2nd. He was brilliant. You may recall it when he was brilliant in his debut in a 6 nothing win. Okay. And then, of course, um, Giants first baseman J.D. Davis said, I think he's going to be one of those frontline starters for the Yankees years to come. Deadly fastball changeup combo. Just kidding, because he's now a Padre. J.K. He throws hard, man. 94-98 fastball. Throws hard. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking. Yeah, nice year. I mean, it wasn't a great year, but for a 25-year-old pitching at Yankee Stadium... He had, a, he had a nice year. A lot of innings. 90 innings, a lot of innings. Um, do you think they re-signed Snell, by the way, from Circular? You say no, right? No. Uh, that one, Homie's Garage, thank you. He says, do you think we just cut money or use the money that would have gone to Soto and get multiple players? I think the latter. I think they go out and spend it. Jim says, I, okay. I, I think they go and spend it, but I don't, also don't think they go and like spend all of it. Hmm. Could be wrong. But, like, this is a salary dump. So then they're going to 
this the salary dump, and all of a sudden they're gonna go and take all the money they gain from the salary dump and then just spend it right away. It's like it's like a credit card. Like you just pay off your credit card of two thousand dollars, and then you go right back out and spend something for two thousand dollars. No, but it's different. It's like imagine if you spent two thousand on a TV, and you're like, I need a TV, a lamp, a bed, and a mattress. Okay, but then you're so it's you, you get it. You get it, but you're also still like yeah, same money. Debt. Yeah, same money, but you're well, back. I, in I don't think they'll be back in debt because they're still going from two sixty to two hundred. Yeah, that's the Snell hater, whatever else coming off the books. Waka, Lugo, Martinez side of the conversation. Um, Wazi, how do we know they're not? And thank you. How do we know they're not done? Cut spenda ing. <laughs> that's for Eric Senda. Um, I have a bad feeling about all of this. I mean, if they if they cut, 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 guys, literally against Peter Seiler's wishes, what he has said publicly, that to me would be just, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. even envision that. I, I don't want to even consider that. I don't either. I don't either. You see, did you see um, uh, Verducci's article tonight? I did not. What a fucking loser. What did he write? He basically was like, well, now that Peter Seidler's dead, the Padres will never spend big money ever again. What? Yeah. He's like, the days of Padres spending are over. The little Padres are back to being back the Padres. Being, well, I mean, that, that's kind of Fuck the concern you. just in general. But it's yeah, concern. I don't. And he's like, the, the contending Padres will never, like, they'll never contend. It's like, bro, you see the, I mean, they're going to, like, there's a chance they still could win games next year. Yeah, I mean, 12 teams make the playoffs out of 30. Like, come on. Yeah, give me a break. Virgil, the article was a piece of shit. Okay. It was I'll an absolute piece out. of shit. Ricardo, thank you. He says, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah, I, I think the writing has been on the wall. If you listen to John and Jim, if you listen to San Diego Sports 760, if you listen to unbiased opinions on the Padres, then yes. If you're not listening to that, if you just listen to what you want to listen to, then this might have come up as, as a surprise the last 10 days. If you have followed this story from an unbiased perspective, you knew this was a possibility. Did you watch the Padres in August when they were 10 games under 500 and losing money hand over fist and taking out $50 million in debt to cover costs? So this has always been a possibility if you've been telling the story truthfully. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's so it's so funny how people got so mad at reporters saying that like they're going down to two hundred guys, and everyone's like, "Yeah, right." They'll probably be around like two twenty. <laughs> They'll be a three hundred. Padres Chargers Clippers said Jim. My dad said that cursing is a weak mind trying to express oneself forcefully. See, I told you we've lost people over your cursing. Or counterpoint, it's we how people, people mostly talk. <laughs> No, they, yeah, and a lot of people curse. Yeah. Jim curses and, maybe more than me. And I, are there some people the that don't watch every this? word? No, I don't. But when no, I when I, when I use it, I mean it. <laughs> I like it. Um, hold on, real quick. Um, all right, we're going to get back to the chat in a moment. Um, actually, let me pull up one more super, and then we'll continue on. Um, where was I in these supers? Run it back. Thank you. Run it back. He says, moving forward, what the Padres do with that $30 million they save should count towards the haul they just got. Let's get Lee, Kiermaier, Reese Hoskins, I'm assuming. And that'll be about $20 million. Trade for either Bieber or Burns. That's more than $20 million. Way more. Jung-Hoo Lee is 12 to 14 a year. If we're talking about Reese Hoskins, 
you're nowhere near 20 million with that, but your point's valuable. If you're saying, hey, you got these players back, plus you use the 30 or 40 million to acquire players, I, I understand the, the, the point, but I don't see how you're getting that combination for, for 20 million. Now it all depends on what uh, Preller does with this money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we're now waiting for. In a vacuum, I hate this deal. Uh, but, you know, there are ways to make it more palatable. And I've said that. So mm-hmm. now it's up to Preller to uh, to do that. But, um, yeah. All right, we're going to get back to the chat in a moment. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, please support our partners. Click that link in the description down below, um, and you can find out more about Aura. Our friends at Aura, their co-founder, Will, such a huge Padres fan, such a loyal supporter of the channel. They've got offices right here in San Diego in Liberty Station. If you want to get healthier, folks, they have everything you need to get healthier. I'm talking about everything, plant-based nutritional products. I take a probiotic from Aura for a year and a half. It's an amazing product for digestion, amazing. I've taken it every day for a year and a half. They've got pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, take an omega-3 oil from Aura. They have proteins for after workouts. Or do people take proteins before workouts? After, John. Whatever. Protein. I don't work out. They've got sleep pills, immunity pills, and more. Check them out at ORA.organic or by clicking the link in the description down below. But an amazing company, longtime supporter of this channel, um, living and breathing on all the Padres news, Will co-founder of Aura. Again, offices right here on Liberty Station. It's about to be the new year. You want to get healthier, um, click that link in the description down below or go to ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now. They have everything you need to live a, a healthy lifestyle. Uh, two reads in one day for Aura and Mark Nimitz. Love it. That's um, right. Go there right now, pick up some supplements and uh, get ready for the new year and you'll thank us later. I like that. I'm actually putting something in my phone because I need to do something for Aura, actually. I get their auto-renew probiotic which is terrific it just comes every single month and i don't have to do anything about it and there it is i take it every single day and boom never been healthier well i probably have like before working with you just kidding um (laughs) hbvv thank you for hanging out thank you for the super chat he says if they trade our korean king hasan kim i will move to smell a imagine if they traded him to the dodgers and then the korea series (laughs) as hasan kim on the dodgers Dude. I don't think they're trading us on Kim. No, it's only I mean, seven I don't, million dollars. I mean, that yeah. would be like really pinching pennies. Yeah, and like he's a valuable asset, as was Soto, but Soto was making thirty something million. Um, Kelly Strange, thank you for the super chat. Kelly's saying, I don't understand Seidler and Preller brought this team to excitement the last couple of years, and everyone is mad to lose a player that most likely didn't want to stay. I don't know. I, I don't know if he wanted to stay or not. I don't know what the factors were. Did he want to stay? Did they have the money to keep him? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm literally dying, by the way. You're so. dying. You can leave if you want. I can do this. You look like you're dying. I think it's the combination of you've been sick all day. Everyone wants to murder you. We've yeah. been doing these shows for like 10 hours. Dude. Aaron probably wants to kill you. Yeah, I, I can't. Bentley wants to kill you. You look well, bad. I'm sure everybody would love... If I would leave, so. Are you leaving? I, I'm, yeah, peace out, bye. <laughs> Is that just, you can't, hold on. Unbel- I, first of all, you're still there. <laughs> well, 
What? Hold on. You're not leaving yet. Okay. Okay, you're going to stay. Now you're on the other side, which is weird, but we'll keep you there for a few minutes. Um, you can leave in 10 minutes. John, I can't breathe, bro. Okay, go leave. Go get some medicine. Peace, Jim. Jim's out. out. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. If you want to have a... Do I change the background now? Jim, do I change the background now? I see you still in there. Change the background for me. Oh, he he's left. Hold on. Boom. There it is. All right, let's get back to these comments here. All right, if you're here, subscribe, as we've told you. Um, reacting to Juan Soto being traded again from the Padres to the Yankees, getting to all your super chats here tonight. Enzo, thank you. He says, this is all a plan to sign Otani. We're the secret team that's going to swoop down and get him. I don't know if that's being facetious or not. I mean, the Otani thing is literally like shrouded in secrecy, right? But we're expecting a decision in the next couple of days. I just, I don't see any path. I just don't. I mean, if you if you couldn't sign Soto, you can't sign Otani. You need to do multiple things. You have multiple needs. Um, everyone would love to see it. He's, you know, unbelievable talent, but I, I don't see any path. I just don't. Um, this is great. HBVV, thank you. He says, calling Nimitz. He's going to call Mark Nimitz after punching a hole in the wall. He's mad. Call Mark. He can help you with your insurance. Thank you, HBVV. Um, Daniel, thank you, man. He says, we don't get to the NLCS in 2022 without Soto. Gore Abrams don't help in that time frame. 2022 is the high watermark for the franchise over the last decade, if not longer, to be honest. San Diego's support for the Padres is undeniable now. And there's no question. I mean, the interest in the Padres... I've been saying it now for years. I think San Diego has become a remarkable baseball town. It's talked about 365, kind of like New York, where you can you know, turn on WFAN um, in the winter, and they're talking about the Yankees. Well, you can turn on sports radio in San Diego, and nobody's talking about the Chargers. People are talking about the Padres. I mean, this has become a, a great baseball city, and that's a credit to what the Padres organization has done. From a spending perspective, I don't know if they get to the NLCS without Juan Soto, Daniel. I haven't really thought about it. I mean, they were well-positioned. Um, even before they made that trade, they were going to the postseason. Do they beat the Mets? Do they beat the Dodgers without Soto that year? I have no idea. Um, but you could certainly make the case that maybe they don't without Juan Soto. So or if you're trying to say, hey, it was worth it because they've been to the NLCS three times in 60 years and one of those times was with Juan Soto, then yeah, I think you can make that case. I, I do think that's a that's a good point. Um, Bruhaha, thank you. He says, here's five bucks towards Jim's continued therapy. He's now gone. Uh, him admitting that he can be wrong multiple times over the past few days proves it's obviously working. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit of a challenging day for Jim. Okay, he's been sick. He, now he's sick basically half the days that he's alive, but he's battling some type of sickness. Plus, we've been doing this all day long. Plus, everyone's coming after him for his takes on like trading Juan Soto is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of the organization. So it's probably time for Jim uh, to get a little bit of a rest here tonight. Let's see here. Um, this is funny. Every so often, thank you. Is Schultz still visiting Soto December 17th? No. I don't. Th I think he can cross that one off his list and go straight to the next player. Maybe he can visit all these newcomers, right? Michael King and Drew Thorpe and whomever else, right? Randy Vasquez, Johnny Burrito, Higashioka. He's got some other – he's got actually more people to visit now because you just traded a couple of players, but you've acquired four or five back, so he's got more visits to make. That's really funny. Uh, Richard, thank you, man. Very generous. Really appreciate it. Uh, Richard is an outsider. He's a Dodger fan. 
Uh, big supporter, though, of the channel. He says, as an outsider looking in, I never understood how San Diego was able to sustain all those contracts. Best way to look at this, AJ has an opportunity to build around the core and be more realistic with the roster. I support Jim. Yeah, I mean, I kind of I, I, I kind of feel the same way as Jim. I'm not as probably strongly worded as Jim, but they had, you know, again, nobody wants to lose Juan Soto, but what other choice did they have? That's kind of my argument on it. So nobody likes to move Juan Soto. And in the short term, it's very easy to say that, you know, this is a not a win. You, I mean, we have no clue what these players are going to do for the Padres. And you kind of knew what Juan Soto was capable of producing. I mean, there's no question about that. So I certainly understand that feeling today. But what other option do we have other than to see this thing through and see what the Padres are able to make of a season and their future now that they've traded Juan Soto, freed up payroll, and added – you know, a handful of players, three or four of which are probably going to be on the opening day roster for San Diego in um, in 2024. So, yeah, I mean, we never were worried about sustainability when it was going on, right? Nobody was like in 2021, oh, that payroll's ticking up. 2022, how can they do this? 2023 spring training, they extended Manny Machado. No, nobody was thinking about it in real time. I mean, some people were, but we just kind of poo-pooed those, right? Those baseball pundits and national writers oh how are the padres going to be able to do this in in the time it's like you're out with your friends in vegas who cares about how much money you spend in the in real time and then you look at your bank account the next morning you're like probably shouldn't have bought the the second bottle right at the club like probably shouldn't have spent another 750 on the bottle that's probably a bad idea could have gone to cvs and gotten the thing for 39 bucks so that's kind of where we are here but in real time who wants to who wants to stop having a good time and the Padres were having some good times there in the Peter Seidler era for the last three-plus years. And unfortunately, all good things have to come to an end. Uh, Bobby, thank you. He says, those pitchers will be traded away, guaranteed, fire AJ. Now, who knows? I don't – I mean, who knows? I mean, could some of it be flipped? Are there more moves to be made? There's a ton of more moves to be made. A ton. They're nowhere near completing this roster. One thing I know is Preller – doesn't sleep much, he'll complete the roster. There'll be moves. There'll be some creativity. There'll be trades. There'll be free agent signings. I mean, this this roster to start 2024 compared to to start 2023 is going to be complete 180. Just a complete 180. Who knows how many players are even back from the opening day roster of 2023 in 2024. You have that core, the Machado, Tatis, Bogarts, Musgrove, Darvish, even Robert Suarez, Maybe Jay Cronenworth will say you got that core. You got six, seven. But beyond that, um, there's going to be a ton of change. Just a ton of change. Uh, JD's third, thank you. He says it'll be tragic when the payroll is cut to $170 million. I hope not. I, I, don't, I don't see that. I really don't. I don't think that's anything that they've been selling. That, to me, is a complete teardown and a fire sale. If you go from 260 to 170, there's no other way to put it. I think going to 260 to 200 is already a pretty big reduction, but it can be understandable considering the circumstance. But going to 170 and trying to win, it's going to be hard enough to win at 200. Going to 170, I, I, don't, I hope we don't see that. I really hope we don't see that because it's just so hard because of the big contracts that they have. It's so hard because of the big contracts. Tatis, what he makes, Machado. Bogarts, Musgrove, Darvish. Like you're tying up 104 players. You're tying up more than 105 players. You get my point. They can't go to 170. And it's going to be hard to go to 170, I should say, and field a competitive roster. It just will be.
JD Gaccio, appreciate it, man. Um, he says, I meant that I would have liked to see the Padres go for it again in 2024 and whatever happens after the year, so be it. Oh, okay. I got you. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, that's one of those things. And Jim said the same thing essentially here tonight. What about 2024? How can you punt on 2024? Um, yeah, you're going to lose Soto at the end of the year, but what about the year? Don't you care about the year? No doubt, but it's a risk-reward proposition. It's a risk-reward. You put more eggs in the 2024 basket, and you don't get the result you're looking for, and now you have lost Juan Soto for what? And you had a level of success with him. You had the 2022 postseason. You had that experience. You had the productivity of 2023. And it's a complete risk-reward proposition. Could you have risked it, and could it have paid off? Sure. Or you could have come up empty. So they felt the more prudent decision was to make this trade. And clearly this is the avenue they wanted to pursue. They've been listing on offers all week, apparently, probably beyond that. There were at least 10 teams that were in on Soto. It got down to a final list of three teams. It was always going to be the Yankees. If you've been watching the wrap-up show, if you've been listening to John and Jim, we told you that for weeks. It was always going to be the Yankees. The Yankees were always going to acquiesce. The Yankees were always going to throw in the additional player. They understand what it means to acquire Juan Soto for their franchise. They haven't won a World Series in 15 years. That's the only expectation in New York. It was always going to be the New York Yankees, and that's exactly what's transpired here tonight. Um, Patman, 0074, thank you, my friend. He says, uh, Grish is a cheap two-time gold glover. He didn't reduce the return. Yeah, we could argue that. Um, we could argue that. I, I think... His value for the New York Yankees is is very um, – what's the right word that I'm looking for? I mean, it's – you know, you could argue his value. He's a fourth, fifth outfielder, defensive replacement. He's not an everyday player. He could be – he's interchangeable. He's completely interchangeable. And for the money he makes, he's even more interchangeable. Um, he's not overly cheap for a guy that has no offensive productivity. Under 700 career OPS as a Padre. Who's what role is he going to play? Eighth inning, ninth inning, pinch hitter, bunner off the bat. I mean, I hope he, you know, hopefully he hits. Hopefully he performs. I don't want to see him not perform, but I don't, I don't think he had any value. I, I really don't. Uh, that's just the way I see it. Every so often, thank you. Says this return reminds me of the PV trade. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I really don't because I don't know what the return was. In the Jake Peavy trade, um, but I can look it up. Uh, the Padres traded the race to Chicago on Friday. So this is the Clayton Richard deal. Four young pitchers for the 2007 Cy Young Award winner. I mean, listen, the team that trades away Jake Peavy, the team that trades away Juan Soto, like good luck recouping, good luck hitting on the other side of that and getting the similar return. That's not easy to accomplish, obviously. There are thousands of players that play professional baseball, and there are how many Juan Sotos, how many Jake Peavy's? Not a lot. So to kind of replicate or think you're going to get something that's comparable is wishful. But this is about more than just the return. It's also about the flexibility. We've been preaching this for months on John and Jim. They're handcuffed by their payroll. They need flexibility. How are they going to get out from underneath these contracts? The easiest way to do it was by moving Soto. That doesn't make it hurt any less. You couldn't move Machado, Tatis, Bogart. It's not that I'm arguing to do that right this second. You could argue the merits of doing that for one of those players over another one of those players or whatever. They all have no trade clauses. Shoot, Jake Cronenworth has a no trade clause, limited. 
to eight teams that you just signed you darvish who wants them you just signed jake Cronworth. who wants them who wants the bogarts deal who wants the machado deal you get my point this was always the most likely outcome because it was doable everything else is moving heaven and earth this was doable and that's why they did it there were other creative mechanisms they could have considered i'm sure they did but here we are it's the winter meetings aj preller and his staff they've got a job to do they need to figure this thing out and as opposed to going to manny machado and say hey we're considering moving you i mean give me a break how would that have been received and who's going to be a suitor for manny machado owed 300 plus million dollars as a 31 year old coming off elbow surgery and a down year so this was the deal that made sense even though it hurts that's what i would say it was always the most likely even though you kind of hate it because you're losing Juan Soto in his prime and he could be the American League MVP next year and have an 1100 OPS. But what other choice did you have based on the circumstances that have presented themselves that, you know, they put themselves in, to be honest? Uh, Cruiser, thank you. Over under on Soto home runs in Petco next year. Right. Yankees are coming here when Jim's getting married, actually, um, which is what? Memorial Day weekend, late May? One, I would say. I put it at one. Uh, you know, he's not a prodigious home run hitter, as we've seen. In San Diego, he's got prodigious power, but he sees so many pitches, and he's going to get on base via the walk so often that he's never going to hit 50 home runs, right? I'd be surprised. Maybe with the Yankees he could with that ballpark. But, I mean, he's an on-base machine as opposed to, you know, a prodigious home run hitter because he just doesn't swing as often as necessary to hit 55 home runs in a year. So I would say one. Anyway, Cruiser, it'll be interesting to see the reception. I'm sure I'll get a good reception here. You know, he didn't trade himself. He was traded by the organization. Um, Ishmael, thank you. He says, did you hear what Scott Boris said about Sidler Brothers ready to spend money towards Peter's legacy? I did. I didn't click on it, but I saw that today during John and Jim. I, again, I think that the organization is going to respect the legacy of Peter Sidler, and they're not going to go against his wishes. That's how I feel. Maybe I'm naive. It's professional sports. It's a business. But I don't think all of a sudden – there's a complete teardown coming because Peter Seidler is no longer here and now they can do what they want and they could run this thing like it's an equity, you know, investment. And now all of a sudden they need to turn a profit on this team year in and year out. And they're not going to invest the way it's necessary to, to try to win. But I, I, I could be wrong. I could be naive. Um, but I hope I'm not. And I hope that the Padres continue to invest at a level that will allow them to sustain a level of winning, but I can't guarantee it. And it's not going to be easy. Certainly not going to be easy in 2024, um, but that's the obligation of A.J. Preller. He's got to find a way to field a winning team after moving Juan Soto and losing Josh Hader and losing Blake Snell and all the question marks on this roster heading into the year. So he, he's got work to do. I mean, winter meetings are over. It's The, the offseason is just starting for A.J. Preller. But he's got major, major work um, to do. He really does. So we'll see. You know What, what is the first order of business? Is it Jung-Hoo Lee potentially? from Korea? Is it, uh, you know, another trade potentially to find more starting pitching? Um, is it to go, you know, dumpster diving, so to speak, and find a starter or two? It worked out last year, the Wakas and the Lugos. Um, what is the first order of business? I think that's going to be interesting. And, you know, I, I have a feeling it's going to play out sooner rather than later. All right, we're going to get back to the chat in a moment. If you want to subscribe, Really appreciate it. Year-round content for baseball fans, obviously with the Padres slant. Um, we appreciate the Super Chats. Everyone hanging out here tonight. Juan Soto is a New York Yankee on this uh, 7th of December. Unbelievable. 
Juan Soto, as we had been speculating on, it is official. Juan Soto is a Yankee. I do want to remind you that the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is with our friends at Underdog Fantasy. If you scan the QR code on the screen right now, you can get to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. If you use promo code PODSWRAP, that's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Don't have to deposit $100. You can deposit $10, but you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, folks. You can auto-draft. You can draft yourself. After that, they take care of everything. No waivers, no trades, no nothing. They set your lineup for you, and you can win. And then they got those pick contests that are terrific. You can do it across all sports, simple higher or lower contesting, right? This player is going to have higher or lower than you know a hit. Um, this quarterback is going to throw for higher or lower than 250 yards. Simple pick contests contest going on right now at underdogfantasy.com. The best and easiest place to play fantasy sports. It really is. Take it from us. Um, great, great partner of ours in the wrap-up show. Use promo code PODSWRAP. That's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get that 100% deposit match up to $100. What a night, guys. Again, um, be with you here for the next. If you guys want to hang out for another 10 or 15 minutes, uh, you let me know. Um, if anyone wants to, again, get a question answered or a comment via super got a handful of minutes here if you want to get those in click the dollar sign below the chat box we'll get to all those super chats here tonight um we haven't even addressed the return because this is so much about Juan Soto we haven't really addressed what AJ Preller had to say tonight listen Michael King had a nice year last year beyond a nice year great pitcher late had an eight or nine start stretch where he was pitching beautifully for the Yankees but, you know, but he's 28 years of age, um, right? Kind of coming into his own um, late bloomer, so to speak. He's turning 29 in May. You get him for two years of control. So they're going to count on him. They're plugging him right into that rotation, and he's going to have to contribute um, right away. Had a really nice 2023 after missing some time in the summer of 2022. So you're getting King. You're plugging in right away. You're getting Drew Thorpe, the Cal Poly product, who's 23 years of age, um, who a lot of people are high on. He's got the frame. He's got the size, 6'4", 200-pound right-handed pitcher. Um, really good changeup. Um, just looking at the scouting report here, which I have access to. Fastball slider change, and people are really high in his change. Um, recruited as a two-way player to Cal Poly. Um and has posted good minor league numbers. Now, again, he was drafted in 2022. He's got one year in the minor leagues um, and had a really nice year between single A and double A, I want to say. He was in double A Eastern League at the end of the year, had a 1.48 in 30. And a third innings, you got Randy Vasquez, who is, let's see, 25 years of age. I think I have that right. Um, who last year was pitching in triple A, had a 4.59 in triple A, had a 1.74 in 10 in the third innings with the Yankees last year. Um, this is a hard thrower. He throws as hard as 98, 99 miles per hour. Hard throwing right-hander, um, fastball, sinker, curve, slider. Um, and again, 10 innings last year in the major leagues had success. Johnny Burrito last year threw a lot of innings for the Yankees, 90 innings. Also spent some time in AAA Scranton. And this is a 6'2 righty who is 25 years of age, is turning 26 on February 17th. And this is a guy that also throws hard, throws as hard as 98, 99 with a change slider curve cutter. I mean, they're getting some guys that 
with high velocity. They're getting some, you know, guys that have upside that are still in their mid or early 20s. And you're getting Michael King, who you're just plugging right in to your rotation, and you're getting a backup catcher who's going to, you know, potentially start 60 or 70 games for you. I would guess Campisano gets the lion lion share of starts. He could get the 90 starts, 100 starts. And then this backup catcher who I think is a good defensive backstop, which is basically your preference when you can get a catcher. Do you want someone that can hit or do you want someone that can call a game? Typically, especially with a secondary catcher, you're thinking about someone that can call a, a good game. He's affordable. He's making a couple of million dollars. He saves you money there. Uh, you don't have to go re-sign Gary Sanchez for more money. So you're addressing needs. You know, Preller didn't say he was going after needs. This offseason, but they clearly address needs. They've added four pitchers and a backup catcher. The catcher is going to be on the big league roster. King will be your third starter, potentially. The Burritos of the world, the Vasquez's could be in your bullpen, potentially could could be swingmen. And then Thorpe could be pitching the big leagues, hopefully, at some point in 2024. But if not 2024, then in 2025. So that's a little bit of you know, your 30,000-foot view on what the Padres potentially are getting in this return, in terms of what A.J. Preller has said about it, I mean, what would you expect him to say? He said, you know, we had needs, we needed some flexibility, and we addressed needs, and we gained flexibility. That, that was essentially the takeaway um, of what he had to say when he met with the media um, earlier on tonight. All right, let me get back to some of these supers that are rolling in here. Um, did I get to this? Um, think this trade happens with a 2023 World Series win? No. I don't. I have no idea what would have happened if they won the World Series in 2023, but I know this. Everything would be different. If they won the World Series, I have no idea what they would have done. But if they won the World Series, everything's different. I mean, just everything is different. Now, I'm not to say they would have had an identical payroll in 2024 if they won the World Series in 2023, but no, I. I that's the one example, or that is one example that wouldn't to me scream let's go trade Juan Soto after winning World Series that that wouldn't be the first order of business for me if I was the Padres organization Johnny what's going on man appreciate it he says JS in your opinion what free agent outfielders are a good fit for us I mean the, the one you're hearing speculated on which seems to have legs I think uh, Mark Feinsand and others are saying at this hour that the first order of business for AJ Preller could actually be um, an offer for Jung-Hoo Lee. This is from Mark Feinstein, MLB.com. Jung-Hoo Lee is said to be high on the Padres' wish list, with one source saying a deal could come together quickly. Now that Soto's $30 million plus salaries off the books, Fernando Tatis Jr. is the only starting outfielder remaining on San Diego's roster after the Soto Grisham trade. So I'm looking at Jung-Hoo Lee. He also said, uh, Preller did today, that he's going to look to his system to address the outfield as well as at Marksy. Um that's in the system right now, that's going to get a look uh, in center field this spring. So, you know, I don't think they're just going to go crazy here. I don't think all of a sudden it's Cody Bellinger because of the money attached to that. But someone like Jung-Hoo Lee, which is a reasonable amount, maybe a bit of a project, but if you get him on a four- or five-year deal, maybe by the middle portion of that contract, it looks like a, a bargain, kind of like Hassan Kim. You know, it doesn't start out beautifully, but by the end of it, it's like you're saving money potentially on the on the deal. So, I, you know, I could see something like Jung-Hoo Lee because of the affordability, the upside, and the control of a player like that. Um, you know, they'll give guys in the system looks clearly. Fourth outfielder types they might have like Jose Azokar already, you know, on the roster. But in terms of starters, um, it'll be interesting to see how much they invest in their outfield considering what they still need to do potentially with their rotation and with their bullpen 
and with their bench and maybe even with first base because they've been shopping apparently Jay Cronenworth, according to Dennis Lynn and others. So there's a lot to be determined. Um, I kind of like the idea of Jung-Hoo Lee. I was doing some research on him over the last couple of weeks. We, we've had shows on him. We've discussed him pretty frequently. He's 25 years of age, um, has had some huge years in the KBO. And, um, you know, maybe there's something there. Again, good defensive outfielder and maybe someone that kind of grows into his offensive skill set in the major leagues. It might take a year. It might take more than that. No guarantees, obviously, with the player coming over from the KBO. But, you know, in the neighborhood of $10 million a year, if you can get it for four or five years through his prime, maybe it's worth um, – that that spend if you're aj preller um that's the way i look at it what a night guys what a day right nothing was happening during the winter meetings like are we gonna get anything is anything gonna happen and yeah things have absolutely happened got time for a few more supers if you guys want to weigh in here um on this wednesday night bobby thank you appreciate it he says do you think Machado or musgrove will want out if we don't win um in 2024 i don't i don't musgrove san diego kid um, no longer a kid, obviously, but a San Diegan. Machado, year two of an eleven-year deal with no trade clause. Um, listen, Machado wants to win. Clearly, Machado's done everything but win a World Series, and he's a likely, you know, Hall of Fame. He's destined for the Hall of Fame, right? If he keeps this up, if he's able to stay healthy, three thousand hits, five hundred home runs, right? He, he's ticketed potentially for that type of career. The one thing he hasn't done is win a World Series, and that obviously means a lot to him. And the Padres got to put themselves in a position where he can win. Otherwise, maybe at some point. You know, it's not going to align perfectly for the organization and for the player, but he's going to be tough to move as he ages. Like they gave him 11 years, 350 in his 30s. So it's not going to be an easy contract to move unless you're taking on some of that payroll. But no, I, I think Machado's been comfortable here. I think, you know, I think Machado would prefer to be here. And I do think that they're going to have to, you know, he's going to be a big reason why they do win. And they're going to have to win at some point here sooner rather than later. And I don't know if it's going to be 2024 or not, but, you know, you, you want to give yourself a chance to win when Machado's 32, 33, as opposed to 37, 38. Like you got to give yourself a chance to win here. Hopefully, you know, more often than not over the next three years, because Machado and Bogarts, Darvish, they're not getting younger. So th this is the time to win. I'm not saying you have to win in 2024 because I think now the way they've positioned themselves, you could argue that they're better set up for 2025 than they are for 2024, but you, you got to win at some point in the next couple of years. This cannot be a three-year rebuild. This has got to be done relatively quickly. And if it's not in 2024, it's certainly in 2025. And again, I think if you're AJ Preller, you got to find a way to win in 2024. I think it's a tough sell to stay on if you say hey well hey look you know we developed these players and we won 80 games yeah we missed out but we think we're going to win 88 games next year i mean that's that's gonna be a tough sell if they can't make the postseason um in 2024 all right it's literally impossible to keep up with the chat um i do appreciate everyone hanging out tonight whether you've been here live or on replay if you're here on replay thank you for the super thanks seriously your support of the channel means a ton to us if you're here live or on replay if you wouldn't mind subscribing really do appreciate it we're here for you year-round talking baseball here on the wrap-up show if you wouldn't mind subscribing we appreciate it if you wouldn't mind smashing the like button for us i appreciate it uh, follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. Follow Jim Russell on Twitter. Um, he's been getting ripped tonight on Twitter uh, at Jim Russell SD. Again, thank you for the super thanks. If you're here on replay for the super chats, if you've been with us here live tonight for your memberships, for those of you that have hit join here tonight, um, interesting times for the San Diego Padres and their fans. Juan Soto, less than a year and a half after being dealt to San Diego, on his way to New York for 
a group of prospects, mostly pitching from the New York Yankees. Much more on this, obviously, tomorrow on John and Jim, 3 p.m. San Diego Sports 760, also the iHeartRadio app, also on YouTube. You can find us, search for John and Jim 760. We'll be with you tomorrow from 3 to 6 with much, much more reacting to Juan Soto being dealt on this Wednesday night to the New York Yankees. All right, Jim is long gone. Um, appreciate you guys hanging out. I need to get some rest. It's been a long day. I mean, it's not hard. We're just talking, right? There's a lot harder jobs. Um, but yeah, we'll be back with you tomorrow at 3 p.m. And we'll see what A.J. Perler's next move is. A reminder, please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have an insurance need, please get in contact with Mark. Such a huge supporter of the channel. Such a huge Padres fan. Click the link in the description down below. He will save you money on your insurance. If you want to get healthier, Aura, ORA.organic. Click that link in the description down below. They've got plant-based nutritional products for you and your family. Great, great holiday gift and great way to get healthier in 2024. And Underdog Fantasy, go there right now, underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, 100% deposit match up to $100. All right, guys, for Jim, I'm John. Appreciate you hanging out tonight. We'll be back with you as more news develops over the course of this offseason. You've been watching the wrap-up show. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.